Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. This is Following On, bringing you the highlights of TalkSport 2's exclusive coverage of day two of the fourth test between India and England. England needing to win this test to avoid a series defeat. We join the action with India batting Pajara and Rohit at the crease, a score of 24 for one, and it's Jimmy Anderson with the ball. OK, well, it's a nice scene, of course. The sun's out shadows in this early morning light, a very different light, a white light compared to the afternoon yellow light. In comes James Anderson and he bowls a nice full ball and immediately Rowett just sort of leans on it and uses the angle of it to get it to mid-wicket for a couple. Don Bess does the chasing, so India are away this morning. Rowett has 45 on his back. We were debating yesterday why Ashwin may have 99 on his back. But anyway, pretty comfortable that from Roy. Although the ball is taken off middle, middle and leg, the angles suggest it might go on and hit leg, and he's happy then just letting the ball come to him and shutting the face. But there's two for Roy to start the day. Gents, knowing that you've only got the two quicks, how much knowing that it's burning hot and there's only two of you, does that go into sort of bowling a little bit with the handbrake on at first thing this morning with the new ball because you know if the, if the spinners go around the park they're going to throw the ball back at you and you have no backup well I said well, Jimmy Anderson could easily get 40 overs in here this innings absolutely could easily get 40 in Anderson in two slips in the gully weight it's uh, good length outside the line of off stump Anderson wheels back towards his uh, bowling mark in disgust with himself at having wasted another ball Rohit uh, calmly walks away to uh, short leg and 
there is no run. I know what you're saying, Butch, but you, as a bowler, you can't have that in your mindset. It might well, be in the I'm back sa- of it. You, you can't have it, but but it's human nature, isn't it? You kind of know the, the way that the race is going to be run here if you don't pick up a wicket in your first couple of overs. But, 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 Absolutely. Jimmy's got till June off anyway, so I think yeah. he, he gets through this game. <laughs> yeah, but He ain't d- going to play another game till June, mate. Yeah, but it's not going to help him in 20 overs time. Henderson in, uh, swift band on both wrists and again the ball is wide of off stump Rohan Rohit sorry just rocks forward and that goes through to uh, to Ben folks and again there's no run I think you you've got to be as a bowler you're asking her in this position and you're, you're only one of two you know that there's a potential you might bowl a lot but you have to worry about what's happening in the first, this next two or three overs you've got to give everything you possibly can because if you start looking long term then yeah, you're not Ian, you're not doing your job properly. You're taking your mind off what's going, and yeah, you, you're just defeating the object of bowling at all. Again, wide of uh, the off stump, that one, just a little bit of shape in, but it started too wide to trouble Rohit. Shoulders, arms, and again, it's through to folks. I mean, I'm not suggesting that they're not giving it everything, but mm. I mean, you know, you just you've been killed by the selection of your team almost. Well, the, the, Jimmy's giving it everything. He's 38 years old and he's bowling around 82 miles an hour. That. That, that's where he's at now. It's Let, human nature. It's human Except nature, I think, what you're trying to say, Butch. It's human nature. You're thinking that you know, you're potentially being re for a long day. But you can't have that outlook. I'm sorry. You've got to think what's going to happen in the next three or four overs in this spell. Anderson in, and that's uh, straight. You heard that crisp sound of the middle of Rohit's bat as the barn door came down on the forward defensive once more. Uh, 34 for one is the score. 171. England are ahead after making their uh, well, what we all think is a rather paltry 205 oh, yeah. on what looks to be the best surface of the series so far. Bleach in again, flicked away up to Johnny Bairstow at mid-on, just wide of, uh, of Johnny Bairstow at mid-on. He had to make three or four yards to pick it up and therefore they go through for a single. So, so, so Gareth, um, if the batsman runs down the pitch and he gets three metres away from his stumps, he's safe. Is, that, is it hard and fast? That's how I read it, yes. I thought it was still at the umpire's go, discretion. Go. That's pushed away by uh, Pajara. He, he's not safe. If he's given out, he, he can still be given out. But right. what, but what Ak- Akash is saying is that it goes with umpire's call at that point. If you're more than three metres down. So you could still be given out by the umpire on the field if he thinks that you are still out LBW. Here is uh, Jack Leach once again. Another appeal. Carbon copy, and up goes the finger this time. Pajara has immediately reviewed it. It was a carbon copy of the previous one, which they decided not to review this time. Review for leg before, fair delivery. Nitin Menon, the umpire, has given it out, and Pajara's immediately reviewed. There's two noises again, isn't there? It's like he's squeezed it again with bat and pad. So which one it's hit first? Oh, yeah, it does look like close, pad first. I tell you what, what a piece of umpiring if he's got this right. I mean, yes. we're talking about fraction, fraction of a second before the ball deflects from the pad onto the bat. And the umpire appears it to have it absolutely spot well, provided the ball's hitting the stumps. Then he's made an incredible decision. <laughs> yeah, stand by. Akash? Stand by. Uh, looks uh, out to me, to be honest. And yes, a good piece of umpiring. Uh, umpiring on these surfaces, of Stand course, this by. is a good one. But uh, generally, Stand by. it's tougher to officiate umpire on uh, 
surface where the ball is turning a lot. This one will be given out. Hitting. Go to on feet umpire. I'll tell you what, it's hitting halfway up, just over halfway up, middle and off. Stay with your ball. I think he's had a brilliant series. He is the India's senior umpire, Nitin Menon. But I think that's... It's it's hard to give him too much credit for that piece of umpiring. Yeah, but I suppose it's it's look at the whole picture and, and what is Jack Leach trying to do, what's he trying to achieve. He's got a decent idea that he's trying to get the ball straight. So when the ball is pitching between the tram lines, literally, he's got the two things to worry about. Is it going on to hit the stumps? Has it spun too much? Is the first one. And then secondly, is there a little bit of a bat involved with Pajara playing a little bit bat and pad together? He sees the pad first, it hits the pad, it's hitting the stumps. Brilliant decision. I think it's a fine piece of bowling from Jack Leach, and I think he started so well today. It's so difficult for him, it's not natural for him to be angling the ball to middle stump and even the inside of middle. But he's trying to bowl that bit straighter with less balls going through that sort of corridor, pitching off stump and, and going through without as much um, challenge to the batsman, to the keeper. He's bowled that bit straighter and he's got his rewards early, very early on in the piece. Uh, the big wicket of Pajara, the man that can bat all day, the wall for India has gone for 17, 40 for two. And uh, Leach is right into his business, which is great for England. Right now, Stokes' only wicket in the series is Virat Kohli. So he won't mind bowling at him and Kohli will be aware of the problems that Stokes causes, that little bit of movement from a full length with the odd bouncer. Old ball to force you back. Kohli, who takes his guard out of his ground. His feet are a couple of inches just in front of that top increase as Stokes steams in now. And he makes Kohli play a very straight ball. And Kohli plays it well, actually, watching it. Nods to Stokes as if to say, yep, yep good, ball, good ball. Well, if you're going to bowl at Virat Kohli, you want to be when he first comes to the crease. You don't want to be bowling at him when he's 50 and 60 not out, do you? So it's a good time to bowl, and I think that's why he's probably given Ben Stokes Another over to see if he can dismiss the Indian spinner. Averages over 15 test cricket. A sensational player. I've really enjoyed watching him this series on some difficult conditions. But we know Ben Stokes, he has got that golden arm. Well, he has. So there's two titans of the modern era head-to-head -head here. Oh, yes, beauty from Stokes. He's done it. Got one to really bounce. And Coley playing at it has nicked it through to Ben, folks. That's fabulous fast bowling. Well, we talk about the golden arm, didn't we? And uh, just as that, that came out of my mouth, he absolutely his best delivery of the series so far. Back of a length, good heat into it, aggression at the crease, good bounce. Corley followed it and straight through to Ben Stokes, get, taking the ball above his head. Terrific wicket, huge wicket for England. England, like the last Test match, are making a comeback. They're fighting. India 80 for three. They've uh, lost a couple of wickets in the morning session. I'll tell you about those in a second. Here's Anderson again, and uh, Jinkia Rahani comes forward and uh, pushes it this time into the covers. So the first man to go was uh, Chiteshwar Pajara after India resumed this morning at 24 for one. Pajara LBW on the front foot to Jack Leach. Very fine piece of umpiring because the ball hit uh, the pads fraction of a second after it hit the bat first and then Virat Kohli got an excellent bouncer from Ben Stokes which he fended at 
could only get a thin edge through to uh, Ben Folks. Coley went without. Scoring edge and it's taken by Ben Stokes at second slip and Jimmy Anderson has the third wicket of the session, the fourth of the innings. Superb low catch from Ben Stokes. Looked like it was dying off the outside edge, but Stokes managed to get his fingers underneath it at second slip as he was diving forward. That's brilliant bowling and superb catching. And India are 80 for four. Absolute beauty by Jimmy Anderson. Great catch by Ben Stokes down, diving right in front of Joe Root. It wouldn't have carried to Joe Root. That's how good a catch it was. You normally, from where Ben Stokes would be looking to go to his right, he's had to dive to his left because it went in front of the England captain. What a session by England. What a performance by Anderson, Stokes, Leach and Bess. England are right back in this game. 84 for four. And England have worked very, very hard to get themselves in a position to get into the, into the, back into the game. And Jimmy Anderson has just done what Jimmy Anderson does best: found the outside edge, and his team has uh, will be walking off and enjoying their lunch. Oh, brilliant from James Anderson! Almost set him up the over before, just holding his length beautifully. Rahani not quite getting into the ball this time, held on the crease a little bit. He's thinking, "I want to get forward." Doesn't want to push his hands at the ball, but ultimately has to because the line is good and just fends, just fends enough to make the ball carry to a, a diving Ben Stokes, which was a fine catch, as Harmy said. But uh, it's the setup almost for the eight, nine, ten balls that he faced off Anderson before that just lures him in, just created enough doubt, so he just holds on the crease. Beautiful bowling from Anderson. England have been magnificent this session. The first 20 overs went for 31 with the two wickets. And then they had a little bit of a period where India played a few shots and played very nicely. But they finished the session 3 for 56 in 26. That is one incredible session from England. Holding the game but also taking wickets, being patient. When at times we've all been on air saying there's not a lot happening here, this is looking a bit doom and gloom. No, 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 no. The scoreboard was going nowhere. England were always in the ascendancy this morning. And it's the old adage, you stick a wicket on it, stick two on it. Wow, England are right on the front foot in this game. This is Following On, bringing you exclusive coverage of the second day of the fourth test. England have made a positive start to the day, taking three wickets, plus Virat Kohli for a duck. A reminder that you can check out the Following On podcast every day from our top team, from wherever you get your podcasts, plus be sure to check out our brand new YouTube show, The Outside Edge, which is available at the end of each day's play. Shortly, we rejoin the action after lunch with India on 80 for 4. Exclusive ball-by-ball commentary of the fourth test match live from Ahmedabad. Only on TalkSport 2. This is Following On, bringing you the highlights of TalkSport 2's exclusive coverage of day two of the fourth test between India and England. We rejoin the action after lunch. England will be in a positive mood after taking the wickets of Rahane with the final ball of the morning session. India on 84 for four, chasing down England's 205. Final here is Bess again, tosses it up, another full toss, driven through extra cover. He is really struggling with his lengths and um, Dan Lawrence gives uh, chase, but it's uh, trickled into the boundary for four. 
Dom Bess is just, he's bowling at least one four ball and over. He is, and the four ball is the full ball. Talk to, uh, Jared talked about earlier. I was going to pick up on Jared what constitutes a, a poor ball when he was describing it. Well, that is it, what he's just bowled there. Full toss, outside off stump. And to a man, and talking about how well Rohit Sharma's playing and the back in his defence and his technique um, and the amount of times and the respect he's shown to Jimmy Anderson. Well, no respect there. That was a poor ball and he deserved to go for four. Jimmy Anderson continuing up to the crease now. Balls and uh, played away defensively by... Rohit Sharma, Jimmy Anderson fields himself. Akash Chopra has joined us again. Akash, I've been talking a lot about the England's ability to get this ball to reverse swing. You're much closer to the action than, than we are. Um, what's, what's the word on the SG ball? Uh, well, uh, personally, I felt that uh, it's not so much about the reverse swing today. It's the conventional swing that's doing the damage. Uh, courtesy the the grass on the surface. And uh, uh, Jimmy Anderson has been brilliant. So has been uh, Ben Stokes. But yes... Uh, English bowlers have done really well uh, with regards to the to the SG Test ball. Pushed away defensively again off the back foot. Now you just tweeted that Jimmy Anderson's the goat, the greatest of all time. <laughs> he is, he is, he is. Uh, see, uh, there are there are different parameters uh, uh, as, as per uh, to judge anybody's uh, greatness or greatness per se. Uh, you'll find uh, uh, longevity is one of it, adaptability is another. Uh, then you look at the impact. Then you look at the numbers. Uh, you, you pick those uh, four boxes and you'll tick every one of them for uh, Jimmy Anderson. At 38-39, what he's doing in uh, the subcontinent, uh, it tells you that he is uh, greatest of all time. Pushed away out on the onside and uh, there's no run. India 85 for four. There's another element as well which intrigues me, Akash, is... You know, you, you play in a team and you become a family and, uh, you know, he's won Ashes and uh, he's moved through different generations and, and there's an, an emotional adaptability as well, isn't there? Because, I mean, he could be Ollie Pope's father. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Uh, uh, so from, uh, from being a buddy, you start commanding a lot of respect and that happened with uh, Sachin Tendulkar while we were uh, uh, in that same dressing room and he knew, he understood that... Uh, uh, the kind of aura that he had, the, the, the respect that he was commanding at that time. And uh, then he started behaving a lot differently as well with us, the youngsters. Full from Jimmy Anderson, pushed firmly up towards mid-off. I mean, you have to you have to sort of, you know, you see these youngsters coming into the team and they're, they, they live a diff in a different world. <laughs> and you can't relate to that world. Yes. Uh, but that's, that's the beauty of... Uh, uh, some of these greats, uh, greats who transcend uh, uh, generations, uh, they are the ones who, who are just there and, uh, uh, and, and, and they adapt even, even the, in that fashion as well, not just the game of the field as well. Finish on the batting, a friend of mine texted me um, just now in light of your conversation and it says... Here's a question. Taking Root out of the equation, can we honestly say that anyone else has been up to test standard with the bat and the six tests on tour so far? Rohit. No, England. England batsman. <laughs> England batsman. <laughs> well, Ben Stokes has chipped in, hasn't he? A couple of scores. Um, Dom Sibley got 70, or was it? Oh, 19 Sri Lanka. He got a 70, 80 in the first test. It's not been good enough, really. Not been good enough. Interesting question. I'm, probably not is the answer. Consistently through the six matches, I wouldn't say anybody other than Root has shown. I mean, there obviously Ben Stokes has played 
couple of innings, but yeah. We rely on, we've relied on Joe Root. Anderson bowls a length ball, quite a full length ball actually, at off stump, and Rishabh Pant, who is restraining himself somehow, imagine how hard that must be for Rishabh Pant, plays forward and defends a ball that on another day was full enough for him to slap down the ground. I mean, at where he'd try to hit that in a one-day game, I can only begin to imagine, <laughs> but a long way for sure. Well, I don't have long to wait. It'll be uh, next week. He'll be propelling the blade. There's no doubt. But I think both teams, Butch got it right, both teams have struggled. Absolutely, and that's the key point, as again, there's a forward defensive stroke. This time to a slightly wider ball, goes out to square cover, there's no run from it. You talk about the talent of India, Rohit Sharma, Shiman Gill, Pajara, Kohli, Rahane, uh, Pant, Sundar, Ashwin and the batting lineup. It's a tail-hander, Ashwin got a fine hundred. Absolutely unbelievable hundred, by the way, on those conditions. Took a, had a few let-offs on that way, but it's still a fantastic innings. But Rahane, Kohli, Pajara and Gill have all struggled with a bat for India. And that's a fantastic batting lineup, all average over 40. Yeah. Anderson, and that's a little wider, and it's a one-handed drive by Richard Punt, and it'll go for four. He reached, and he timed, which tells you his talent. Because, as I say, a hand had to come off the bat to do it. A lot of captains, right? Sharma sees cricket very clearly. Fantastic talent. I've, I've always been a big fan of him, and there was that doubt, wasn't there, when he came into the test side, whether he could do the business but I think over the past couple of seasons he's been outstanding uh, for India I really enjoy watching him bat whether it be in T20s where he's 50 older and now on the test arena he plays some magnificent shots he waits for Stokes oh Bardani with a beautiful in swinger he's LBW that is some delivery absolute crackerjack if Waka Yunis at his best had bowled that ball he'd have been proud of it a late Hooping in Dhaka that has done for Rohit Sharma, though he is reviewing it. I'll tell you what, he bolts that ball so, so well. It's something he's improved over the past 12 months. He's in swing and he bowls slightly more open chested. He uses that wrist really, really well and he gets that late swing into Rohit Sharma. He uh, it's a difficult one to call, but it did hit him quite high up. But what a delivery from Ben Stokes. Superb delivery. Oh, I'm worried about the height. I think yeah. it's, I think no it's going to be umpire's call on line. So it's been given out, so that'll be okay. Stand by. Just height, height, height. Might be skipping over. Stand by. Ball tracking coming, stand by. Pitching outside. Oh, it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Clipping the bail. Wait. Here we go. Listen to this. Stay with the signal. Stay with the original signal. So that is out because Nittish Menon gave it out. The tightest of calls. Clipping the bails. They've got Rohit Sharma. What a relief for England. Huge wicket for England. Ben Stokes back into the attack. England's second seamer here, the in-swinger, and he's bowled it really, really well today, he has Ben Stokes. Terrific skill, fantastic bowler, 121 for five now, India, just as they looked like they were getting on top, oh, just oh. as they were getting a partnership together, 
but it brings in another good player to the crease. Ah, that's Wins here. But what a delivery. I mean, just celebrate the delivery. That is masterful fast bowling from Ben Stokes. Yep, there's a he got a bit lucky, I suppose, that the original decision was out. But never mind, he's earned it. The ball was hitting the stumps. That's what we're told by the technology, and that's what we live by in the modern era of the game. A very big wicket after a lovely, lovely cruisy 49 from Rohit Sharma. You're listening to a commentary of the fourth test, England and India over in Ahmedabad on TalkSport 2 with The Times and The Sunday Times. Try it free for one month at thetimes.co.uk slash cricket. Offer subscription automatically renews unless cancelled terms and conditions apply. As uh, stretches are done by R. Ashwin joining Rishabh Pant out there. This game is alive and kicking. India 125 for five, trailing by 80. There uh, may well have been some people that foresaw this situation or a scenario similar to this yesterday but I didn't speak or hear of any of them uh, there was uh, quite a bit of doom and gloom around and I must say that if if there was a bit of pessimism around it wasn't um, in any way calmed by Stokes himself who admitted that England had batted really poorly that's a low full toss outside the off stump and it's punched away for four once again I don't know what Ben Stokes was trying to do but he was clearly bowling a particular delivery and it's gone wrong and he just indicates shakes his head now and again just illustrates that his wrist didn't get it quite well I don't know what was he trying to do it's a wide full toss it's gone for four yeah it's, it's very rogue in in how he's gone about his business today he's been magnificent but pre that ball it's about the third time in in as many overs that he's taken the sh he's taken his boot off the shoe is, is he having some kind of a problem with his with his footwear with the footholes and if that's at the back of your mind as a bowler, you're not on a stable footing, sometimes it can affect your, your sort of rhythm and, and how you get through your actions. So it might be something with his footwear or the footholes, possibly. This is Following On, bringing you exclusive coverage of the second day of the fourth test. It's been a positive day for England, with India five wickets down, but still plenty of work to do. A reminder that you can check out the following odd podcast every day from our top team from wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, be sure to check out our brand new YouTube show. That's The Outside Edge and is available at the end of each day's play. Shortly, we rejoin the action with India on 130 for five and they're chasing England's target of 205. Exclusive ball by ball comp. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Entry of the fourth test match live from Ahmedabad, only on TalkSport 2. This is Following On, bringing you the highlights of TalkSport 2's exclusive coverage of day two of the fourth test between India and England. We rejoin the action with India on 130 for 5, chasing down England's target of 205, this one very much in the balance. Two slips in the gully, Stokes in and that short ball has flicked the glove of Ashwin. Ashwin immediately reviews as if to say, well it's hit me on the shoulder, I've not got anything on that at all. It was an immediate reaction from Ashwin. Delivery. Umpire's decision is out. Let's have a listen. The crowd is roaring because it looks to me as though that ball has missed the glove and hit the shoulder. It did seem that the bounce was very steep from... Uh, Ben Stokes and Ashwin's hands were late getting up. Ultra edge is, uh, well, it's not moving, unmoved as the ball goes past the outside edge and then there's a spike. A soft, it's not really a spike, it's more of a bump. A soft looking bump as the ball hits Ashwin on his right shoulder and uh, that decision will be reversed. I'm pretty sure of that, Gareth Batty. Yeah, the new boots not taking the wicket if we're going by ultra edge. But as you say, arriving with a bump. And there's a bump on uh, Ravi Ashwin's right shoulder now to go with a bump on his right index finger. We're not getting it out, but uh, we might be making his bowling harder work in the second innings. <laughs> Nitin Menon uh, just signalling that's one for the over from Ben Stokes. He's had to reverse his uh, original decision of out. You can understand why the umpire was fooled into thinking that that had made contact with the glove. The sound of uh, Ashwin's shoulder and the gloves would have been uh, similar. As Ashwin uh, faces up to Stokes again, who edges. Ashwin edges over the head of the man at gully. Don't think it was a chance. It flew 
above head height. There was a dive from uh, the man at Gully. I can't tell you who that is at this moment in time. The uh, television replay is on the crowd. But uh, Ashwin, who has been unsettled by the short ball, both in Australia and in this series, flinging his hands at that wide delivery from Ben Stokes. And perhaps it was at catchable height. It just went so quickly. I think it's Zach Crawley there at Gully. By the time that Crawley had got off the ground and got his hand up, the ball was already a metre past him. Beautiful follow-up ball from Stokes, hitting hard length just outside his eye line. Here comes Stokes again now, pounding in, 55 on his back. And there he tries, it almost works, not quite full enough. That's out! That's out, I think. That could well be run out. This is so close. England have a chance here. Brilliant from Jack Leach. Uh, so Ashwin drops it down on the leg side in the area Harmy was talking about, sets off for the single, Pant decides to go, and he's in real trouble here. Have we got a bouncing bat? Have we got a bouncing yeah. bat? Didn't ground it. Dive full length and I, can see I where Mark's at. He's out. England have a chance here. Grounded, grounded, oh. grounded. Oh, yeah. Go to the big screen. Oh, we're all disappointed. <laughs> wow, that was Bairstow. Wow. Isn't that deceptive? So often those direct hits, you, you tend to think it's tight and you'll prove right, but we were proved a foot wrong. Yeah, it, in full speed, it looked like he was out. It looked like his bat was up in the air, but it just goes to show those two frames, the difference it makes whenever you're watching a run out. But did, Bairstow was in, he was pretty quick. Good pick-up, good release. Oh, you know, the bat didn't bounce you. Uh, Stokes again, hair flowing back, big... Ginger beard on. And he, and as Pant goes forward there, the ball goes onto his toe from his back, rolls out on the offside, and Bairstow says, you want you want to go? You want to go? Pant says, nope, I'll stay where I am. Thanks. So the end of the Stokes over. 146 for five on a glorious day in Chennai, down in the south of India, once known as Madras, of course. Not Chennai, what am I talking about? It was, that was the previous <laughs> test. What I'm trying to say is, having had glorious days in Chennai, once known as Madras, we've now moved to the more modern stadium uh, in Ahmedabad. And, of course, greater, they're talking about greater BCCI control since the Shah family from this part of the world and the Prime Minister, who was responsible for now the naming of the stadium but also the development of it is from this neck of the woods and there there is a thought in india that there may be a power move from from mumbai to ahmedabad matera I, I wonder it's hard to believe it'll ever leave mumbai that is very much the strong arm holding of indian cricket and what a job the bcci have done in these past couple of years in ensuring plenty of test matches are played by the most powerful nation on earth that many young cricketers are emerging. India could probably put two high-class teams on the park and, and do well. So for all the talk of the IPL, they've done their bit to keep you know, the pastoral care needed to keep Test Match cricket going. Spot on, Mark. There was a weary one there a few years ago, very but he was so. going down very much the uh, T20 yeah. route. But and no, the uh, new management of Indian cricket yeah. is very good. Different. I mean, you wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of them, I don't, don't think, but... <laughs> Anyway, um, Jack Leach is going to bowl. I think that's a good decision. He lobs one up and that's out. Caught at mid-wicket. 
A funny, soft old dismissal. Not Jack Leach's best ball, maybe his worst. It drifted miles down the leg side off a full length. Ashwin pushed it for a single, or tried to. Failed to. It lobbed up in the air, and at short mid-wicket, a comfortable catch was taken. Is there a crowd in there, Mark? Because I can't hear a pin drop. Really quiet, absolutely huge wicket. Jack Leach, like I said, he's bowled really, really well uh, this series. Just a steady ball. Pitched on leg stump, tried to turn it to the leg, a little bit of a leading edge, and straight to short mid wicket. A huge dismissal that for Jack Leach in England. India now in serious trouble here. 146 for six. We're on Talksport 2. And uh, Ashwin, who's been such a thorn in the side of England with ball and bat, is gone. That's interesting. Don Bess has got the first over from uh, the GMDC end, and he begins with a high full toss, which is punched away by Washington, Washington Sunder for four and the, uh, the it's, it's a statement of the obvious I know but every run is so important while England are still in the lead and to give four easy ones away like that just feels doubly disappointing it's a thigh high full toss and um, well, Washington Washington Sunder could have hit it anywhere. He's chosen mid-wicket for four. That's better from uh, Bess, and it's slapped away out to the man giving him protection. Dom Sibley on the cover boundary, 160 for six. You can understand what Joe Root's trying to achieve with the two off-spinners to left-handed batters, trying to angle the ball in and spin it away, but you've still got to execute. It's, it's great having all the good ideas and plans, but if we're not executing from a playing point of view or from a plan point of view, each individual, all the great ideas go out the window, unfortunately. It's quite difficult to watch as well. I haven't been there many times on a cricket field where I've had struggles with you know, lines and lengths. You, know, you feel as though you're just dying in a hole. Here is uh, Bess once again, and it's short and wide and cut through extra cover. It's not another... It's a, it's not an, a, a, a good delivery again. It's another poor one from Don Bess. High full toss and then a drag down, and he's been slapped through extra cover for four more. It, that's why it's the definition of an individual game as well as being a team game, because he knows he's letting all of his teammates down. Yeah, you can see that. In it. As he's walking back, he's sort of talking to himself, looking up at the sky. Uh, it's, it, as Hammy says, it's not a nice place to be as a, as a sports person when it's not quite going your way. And, Things, your body's not moving in sync, it's not working as you want it to. Here is uh, Bess once again, and uh, that's forward. Comes uh, Sunda pushing out towards cover again, and uh, there's no run. And the added pressure of you know, the, your body's tightening up because you're trying, your mind's telling you one thing, but you know, from a, a confidence point of view, it's not there. He's probably thinking oh, he doesn't want to let go of the ball here, and that's when you get into a position like that, it is horrible. The hardest part about this whole thing for best and I know per from personal experience because I've been in this situation you know one or two times before is that forget anybody else forget what anybody else has said it's going it's what's going on between Bess's ears it's what's going on between Don Bess's ears that's what's putting himself under pressure tension of the shoulders not wanting to let go of the ball feeling as though he's not doing his job properly here is uh, Don Best once again, and uh, pushed defensively off the outside. He's changed his shirt, by the way. Don Best looked like he'd been playing rugby in uh, his previous shirt, but he's got a clean one on now at tee. 
And um, you, are you actually seeing signs signs of slight yippiness? A Is little bit, yeah. And I don't like calling it yippiness because it's uh, like I'm like bat, bats. I want to see nice, nice, be nice to everybody and see nice things. Outside the off stump, and uh, that is left alone. I think to, say, to say that a sportsman has the yips is not a criticism. I think that's a, an enormously sympathetic thing. I mean, that's a you know we mostly associate it with golf uh, golfers putting on the greens and and chipping. You just you get rid of the you get slightly yippy. You don't want to let go of the ball. Darts players suffer from it as well. Another full toss from Don Best, and it's. Uh, driven up towards mid-off. Dan Lawrence picks up and shies at the stumps and he's actually hit Rishab Pant on the arm. He was diving in to make his ground at the non-striker's end and absolutely within his rights to have a go at the stumps there, Dan Lawrence. And Rishab Pant diving has taken a blow on the arm. 167 for six. Yeah, painful when he's diving in and uh, with the dive in the crease, the ball's been thrown at the stumps and it's copped him. But uh, copped him on the shoulder. But just going back to what you were saying, man, as it, it's it's it can happen with anything where you're talking about being repeatable. Repeat, repeat, repeat. If your body for some reason is just out of sync, and then the mind starts playing tricks, that is the real difficult thing to get over. And it's the mind. A huge. Uh, there's a couple of times, for instance, I can explain from examples. There was one in Perth in 2002 um, when I had I was running into bowl good chance to explain because uh, the, the physio's on but I was running into bowl and there was a, a like a, a, a sprinkler head right on my on my eye line and I kept trying to miss it and miss it and then all of a sudden I lost my run up completely I was hop skipping a jumping and I mean butchel butchel tell you because they were at slip and they were they were honestly wetting themselves laughing I had no idea as cricketers do honestly they were I, they had no idea which was going first my left foot my right foot didn't know what was going on and once I'd missed it once, that was it. I was history. I was. I was just. I, I just had to. And I had nowhere to go. And it was affecting my bowling. It was affecting everything. The crowd was getting on my back. I was. I was like false starting all the time. And it wasn't a case of me being able to run because I could run. It wasn't a case of me not knowing me run up because I knew me run up. It was just the minute all that came into the mind. I just stopped thinking about trying to, trying to do anything. And I remember saying to Nasser Hussain, I didn't ask him to take me off. I thought he would have took me off. And he just said, keep going, keep going, keep going. You'll get through it. And that worked for me. This is Following On, bringing you exclusive coverage of the second day of the fourth test. India on 186 for six and Don Bess having some issues. A reminder that you can check out the following on podcast every day from our top team from wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, be sure to check out our brand new YouTube show, The Outside Edge, which is available at the end of each day's play. You're listening to Following On. Shortly, rejoin the action with India looking to assert their dominance on the day and pass England's 205. Exclusive ball by ball commentary of the fourth test match live from Ahmedabad only on Talksport 2. This is Following On, bringing you the highlights of Talksport 2's exclusive coverage of the second day of the fourth test between India and England. We rejoin the action with India on 186 for six, England in need of a couple of wickets. Don Bess is still looking for his first of the day. And he's the topic of the conversation. 
Bowling at a fast pace. Television just put up those paces as Sunlow goes forward and defends out onto the offside. The orthodox forward shot, no run yet. He's bowled between 90 and 99 all the time with a score at 172 for six, Gareth. Yeah, which is not an easy thing to do and hold your action. I know we've touched on it before that uh, if we were to say, Steve, your, your, your optimum way of bowling is 90 miles an hour, but today we want you to bowl at 93. It's very difficult to keep your strength of action and raise the stakes in the pace. And, and Joe Root does it quite naturally, but other bowlers find it a lot harder. Um, I would suggest that Jack Leach is not somebody that operates as a natural pace in the 90s, but has been able to up his skill set and and his pace in this game particularly, which is incredibly impressive, that he's held his line and length and still done everything he wants to do, and he's sort of sort of felt his way into that throughout the series. What, what I'd say with that is the strength of action from a fast bowler's point of view is that it's not just actually at the crease, it's the momentum going through, actually your run-up going through the last three or four yards of your stride into the bound and then going straight through with it. If you've got that all in sync, that's a better chance of going from 90 to 93. It, could it be... Could could it be something simple in something like Don Bess's run-up? Or because Joe's got a very, very simple run-up. He, he wants to bowl an over very quickly. He turns, he doesn't... There's no real science in his run-up. It's not a very long one. So it, it's just basically like a step and fetch it. So there's less to go wrong. Where you watch Bess, he gets the ball, he flicks it up, he steps himself, he skips, and then he goes into it. Where in the process, there seems to be a little bit more could go wrong with Don Bess as opposed to... Joe Root slightly opened his stance to face Leach from round the wicket so he can get to the ball and then he skips down the pitch to knock it down the ground for a single that takes him to his 50 a huge smile on his face he's delighted with that performance he knows it's taken a bit out of him but what really matters is it's taken a lot out of England an excellent classy innings from uh, Rishabh Pant Absolutely, Mark. He's a ball of energy. I really enjoy watching him play. I think he's behind the stumps. He's been excellent for India. Much talk about his keeping, but I think he's been brilliant behind the stumps. And then with the bat, he's shown great restraint today. We all know he likes to hit big sixes, but today, I think this is his best innings of the series so far for me. Thanks, Goffey. Fantastic. We've got, uh, we got Akash around too. Um, a quick word, maybe, Akash, before Mark Butcher takes over from me. He's been uh, very, very good. Uh, he's been showing restraint. He's uh, showing maturity uh, in terms of his short selection. And that was uh, his only downfall in the uh, early part of his uh, test career, international career. Of course, he's very young still. Uh, but uh, that was debatable, just throwing his wicket away, not knowing which ball to go after because he had uh, like a plethora of shots. But uh, this series... Um, he's just continued from where he had left in Australia and uh, you'd find that his short selection has improved manifold uh, against England uh, right through this series. Yes, it's been some uh, return to the team for uh, Rishabh Pant since victory in Melbourne. The uh, tour of Australia leech into uh, Washington Sundar who defends inside half of the bat collected by uh, leg slip. But uh, Rishabh Pant has been in the thick of the action for uh, India. He's been a, a fan favourite for his uh, six hitting in the short form of the game. As leeches in once again to Sundar, who plays off the back foot wide of uh, the man at mid-wicket. And India will uh, pick up another single. Partnership now, what, 41? Equal with the, uh, the best partnership of the innings so far. 
Well, I have to say it. I really think this is the time that England are feeling the fact they got the attack wrong for the match. Um, it's irrelevant to me in, in terms of discussing the balance of the side, whether um, Lawrence, you know, Lawrence's innings was so valuable. Of course it was. But in working out the balance of the team, you're trying to take 20 wickets in the match. And there's no doubt that this attack looks jaded now. 2-2-3 um, for six as, as England will take the new ball. It is James Anderson's. I think back to that first wicket at Lord's. A bit of a skunk haircut. <laughs> Remember the young Jimmy? Well, yeah, you'd absolutely. remember very well. Absolutely, yeah. Here he comes then. Anderson the Pounder comes down the pitch, slaps him back over his head. Wow, the arrogance of youth, the expression of talent. Well oh. done, uh, Richard Pant. England fan or not, you've got to admire this. This is brilliant from Pant. First ball to the great Jimmy Anderson. He's been magnificent this innings. Skips down the pitch, gets a bit offside of the ball but not too close that he can't get that full flow of the bat. Almost what you'd see in a one-day international, open the batting, run down, smacked him straight into the advertising boards. Welcome back into the attack, Jimmy Anderson. Thinking out of the box, seeing it out of the box and smashing it out of the ground as uh, Joe Root is in. And uh, Pat, with a slog sweep, has hit it all the way for six. What a way to bring up a third Test Match 100. An absolutely stunning return for the young man from Haridwar from Uttagrakan State where the Ganges come out of the foothills of the Himalayas it has been a quite astonishing re-emergence from this youngster since coming back into the side in the Boxing Day Test match in Sydney scores of 97, 89 not out in Brisbane, 91 in Chennai, 58 not out in the second match in Chennai he, along with everybody else, missed out in the first instalment of Ahmedabad. But he now has a third Test Match 100. And this one, as Root is in again, he's on the back foot, punching uh, into the offside, turns down a single. And this one, like the one in Brisbane before it, may well be series-defining. What an inning, Steve Armisen. What an innings, what a shot. We are in one of the great cricket stadiums are to be. Great cricket stadiums uh, you know, for, the, for years and years to come, 110,000. And that's the only shame that we haven't got 110,000 people in this stadium because that's what this, this innings deserved. It was a fantastic innings and what a way to get there. It was more one-handed, a one-handed slog sweep for six, but it's, it's been an absolute beauty innings. It's been patient, been watchful, and then when the new balls come, he's attacked and he's attacked with purpose. Anyway, Anderson is into Pat and he's gone. He's come down the pitch, he's taken one liberty too many and has flat-batted it into the hands of Joe Root at mid-wickets. A sharp catch from the England captain, Rishab Pant admonishes himself at giving uh, his wicket away with uh, England at his mercy, really. But it has been a magnificent innings once more. He perhaps hasn't driven home that advantage to the extent to which he would have liked, but the uh, Matera now known as the Narendra Modi Stadium, stands as one and cheers as one at a young man who uh, has the future of the Indian cricket team in his hands, you would imagine. Root takes the catch. Anderson has his wicket. A little bit of revenge for uh, England's highest wicket taker. But the stage belongs to Rishabh Pant. Absolutely, Butch. And, you know, standing ovation for what small crowd is in there. Um, but it was a fantastic catch by Root. Yes, indeed. 286 for seven. 
he was well. He he was inspired in a way, wasn't he? That slog swept by Akshad Patel out towards deep mid wicket. Couple of bounces and it rolls into the deep mid wicket boundary, and that's four more. India. Well, it's it's as what Gareth Baddy would say, tax free batting now. It's just help yourself time buffet. Oh, oh, it's just the line of the ball here from Jack Lee. It's just a little bit straight. And uh, Sundar picks up on it, and uh, wow, he just picks up so quickly and hits it in front of square, hits the gap between deep square leg and mid-wicket. One bounce into the boundary. It's quality batting from Sundar. It's what we've seen all day. It's, uh, it's magnificent. 294 for seven, lead of 89 here. Well, this is uh, probably the last over of the day. India have got themselves into a dominant, dominant position. England will need three wickets extremely early tomorrow and then they'll have to bat out of their skins to uh, get themselves once more back into the test match which is exactly what they did earlier in the morning session England uh, won the morning session comfortably I'd probably say the afternoon session was shared the evening session has been dominated by the home side completely dominated with uh, a breathtaking eye-catching century from Rishabh Pant which has uh, grabbed this uh, test match all the initiative and uh, has given it firmly to India who now are extremely strong favourites to uh, con conclude victory over the next three days or possibly over the next two days and take the series 3-1 that's how dominantly that's how uh, extraordinarily the day varied with uh, England fighting back in magnificent fashion with 56 uh, three wickets for 56 in the morning session and at one stage when uh, India's sixth wicket fell they had just 146 runs on the board they were leading uh, they were still trailing by 59 and uh, England were had put themselves into a dominant position but uh, I must say Rishabh Pant has changed it and now it's really hard to see a way back for, for the tourists This is following on bringing you exclusive coverage of the second day of the fourth test. India end the day on 294 for seven. It now appears England have a real uphill task to save the series. A reminder that you can check out the following on podcast every day from our top team from wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, be sure to check out our brand new YouTube show, The Outside Edge. That's available at the end of each day's play. And a reminder that you can hear day three live and exclusive right here on TalkSport 2 from 3.45am tomorrow morning. Exclusive ball-by-ball -ball commentary of the fourth test match live from Ahmedabad. Only on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.